Good morning. This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the old Trailblazer, bringing you another old-time, old-fashioned gospel study uh, from God's Word. We're bringing you a series of studies now on Satan, the God of this world. And I wish you'd uh, write us and let us hear from you. Our mailing address is Radio Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And we've been bringing you a series of studies on uh, Satan, the God of this world. And this morning we are looking at uh, deliverance from Satan's clutches. Now let's look at every individual that's deceived what he is by nature. Every sinner outside of Christ, every sinner who knows not the Lord uh, is lost but doesn't know it. Lost, going away from God, turned away. Every individual uh, is turned is uh, on his own way. Now therefore, before an individual can be found, he must be awakened to the fact that, it, that he's lost. Now, that's where Satan has the average preacher fooled today. The average preacher in the pulpit has never been awakened to the fact he's lost. The average Bible teacher has never been awakened to the fact he's a lost sinner. No, somewhere down the line, they were emotionally stirred and realized they were wrong and they felt they ought to do something. So they were persuaded to join the church, be baptized, and as a result, they have some type of religious experience or feeling, which is not salvation. They've never been awakened to the fact that they're lost blinded to the fact that Satan has seen to it that they are kept blinded. In 2 Timothy 3, 7, we find these words, ever learning, never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Religiously, there are more teaching, Bible classes, and religious training in our churches than there ever has been known in the history of the church. There are Sunday school classes, brotherhood classes, WMU Bible classes, young people studies, Bible conferences, preaching, radio Bible teaching, thousands upon thousands learning, ever learning, but never coming to the knowledge of the truth. Now, probably you've often wondered what this scripture means, ever learning, but never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. The knowledge of the truth is the fact that you're a lost sinner. The truth is that you're lost, but you've never come to the knowledge of it. You've read your Bible. You've been in Bible school, Bible classes. You've gone to church all your life. You've taught the Bible. You've preached the Word. But you never have come to the knowledge of the fact that you're lost. Ever learning, ever learning, but nowhere can you go back to the place and the time that you were lost. All right, listen now. Hold your seat. If you cannot go back to the time and the place when you became a lost sinner before God, then you're not saved. So Satan keeps you blinded on that one point and to that one fact. He does not care how much Bible you learn. Satan does not care how much you may know, how smart you be. You may be how, how high intellectually, intellectually you go in the chair of learning. He doesn't even care what type of preacher you may be or how religious you may become. He'll help you along those lines. But he knows if he can keep you blinded to the fact that you're lost, you'll never get saved. For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. God only saves lost sinners. He saves no other kind. There is no other uh, individual saved except lost folks. Therefore, if you've never been lost, you're not found. Someone wrote the other day and said, Pastor, a sinner may be lost and not know it, but he can never be saved and not know it. And that's right. Would you, would you think back over your religious uh, life, so-called, or your religious experience? Would you, would you think back and to see whether you just made a, a, a conscious decision to join the church? 
Or did you just shake some preacher's hand? Or maybe you heard one of these radio preachers or TV preachers, and they stood there and prayed a little prayer, and they said, now that's your prayer. And you just uh, write in, and uh, I'll, I'll send you some helpful literature, and I'll send you a little card that you can sign that you made a decision for Jesus. Keep that little card in your purse, in your pocketbook. My friend, what kind of religion is that? What kind of salvation is that? That that's don't even smell like religion, does it? Multitudes upon multitudes of our church folks are lost and don't know it, blinded by the God of this world. They're kept blinded to that one fact. They were brought into the church without ever being awakened to their lost condition. I know I'm hammering on that this morning. I, I don't want you to go to sleep on me. Would you wake up and listen? Multitudes today are being brought into our churches without ever being awakened to their lost condition. That's Satan's work. One of the first things the gospel does when it is preached under the power of the Holy Spirit is to open the eyes of sinners. And when his eyes are open, he sees himself lost and cries out for mercy. He sees himself going to hell, deserving to go to hell. He finds himself in the clutches of Satan, held a prisoner of Satan, powerless to deliver himself, hopelessly, helplessly lost, without God and without hope. Now, brother, only the gospel can deliver a sinner like that. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever been awakened to the fact that you are lost, have been a lost sinner? Can you go back and, take your, and remember where you took your place? If you cannot, you're not saved. Let me say again, it's, it's amusing to watch these unsaved preachers and unsaved religious, to hear them over the radio attempting to lead someone to Christ. They forget one thing. Only the Holy Spirit can lead a sinner. No man can come to the Son except the Father draw him. I wonder what they do with that verse of Scripture. I wonder what these free willers, Armenians, do with that verse of Scripture, that no one can come except the Father draw him. No one can come to the Son. The Holy Spirit draws a sinner to Christ first by opening his spiritual eyes. That's the first step in, in drawing a sinner to Christ. Don't you like to see when the Lord takes a hold of a sinner, they begin to ask all sorts of questions? Yeah. They're beginning to see just a little bit of their own helplessness and hopelessness and of their sinfulness. And they, they, become, they begin to see that they're a prisoner of Satan held captive by Satan, and they acknowledge it. One of the first things a awakened sinner does is admit that he's a sinner, admit that he's a captive of Satan, and then, look, let me see. He lets him see that he's lost, hopelessly lost, and cannot find his way back home. No man can lead him back home. No man can lead him to Christ. As I have sat by the side of many awakened sinners, I find myself helpless and hopeless as a little child trying to instruct them or lead them to Christ. When such an awakened sinner comes to realize his utter helplessness and realizes his hopelessness to deliver himself and turns to God and cries for mercy, then the Holy Spirit will deliver him and not before. And listen, how wonderful, how wonderful and how glorious that is when this takes place. I wish every awakened sinner listened to me this morning. You folks here at Radio Missions who hear the old trailblazer, many of you here in the Algiers, New Orleans area, they tell me, you tell me, I am hear you, Pastor. I hear you way up there in Macomb and Jackson, Hattiesburg, Picayune, 
uh, over there in Mobile, Pensacola. And then there's others who hear there in the Little Rock area, up there in uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. You hear me up there, folks? Oh, I wish I wish that you would uh, uh, just turn to the Lord this morning. Would you just uh, ask the Lord to show you your, your true condition and then realize once and for all that you're utterly helpless and hopeless to deliver yourself and that you have no strength or power? And then, then you'd be able to fall at the feet of Christ and cry for mercy. God would hear you, your cry and deliver you out of your trouble, lead you to know the Lord, lead you to know the Lord as your Savior and Lord. And then in the third place, Satan has every individual who is asleep in his lap deceived as to the judgment that he's under. Now, much of my preaching here at Radio Mission is centered around the judgment, what's coming. And you say, well, that's hard. No, that's not hard. I have to stand here. I see folks going out into eternity day after day. Then why shouldn't I bring it to their attention what the judgment stands for? Sinners are so blinded by Satan, whether in the poor pit, the pew of the world, and they're so held captive and so deceived until there's no fear of God before their eyes. They do not really realize that they're condemned to die. In Psalms 102, 19, we find these words, For he hath looked down from the height of his sanctuary from heaven, uh, did the Lord behold the earth, to hear the groanings of the prisoner, to loose them that are appointed unto death. Every sinner out of Christ is appointed to death. Ezekiel 18.4 says, The soul that sinneth it shall die. Therefore, every prisoner of Satan is appointed to death. That's right. He's under the judgment of God, sentenced to die, and doesn't know it. Blinded. Blinded to judgment. Blinded to uh, eternity. Blinded to hell's fire. That's right. Isn't that a terrible condition to be in? But yet, the average folks that you know are, are not saved. They're not, they're not born-again believers. Isn't it an awful situation to think that the multitudes of our church members today going to and fro uh, in the house of the Lord and yet lost and do not know it? To speak nothing of the world on the outside, to speak nothing of the world on the outside, blinded by Satan, held captive by Satan, condemned to die, and don't know it. That's right. That's right. And here's a preacher standing in the pulpit, preaching a little silk handkerchief sermonette, I call it, and then persuading these prisoners to come to the front, pleading with those condemned criminals to give their hand, give him their hand, make a profession of faith, so-called. And there are those prisoners of hell still, con still condemned to die now, thinking that they're all right. That's right. That's what I did when I first joined the church back there as a young, young man, thinking I was saved. Get up out of the pew at 12 o'clock on Sunday and go outside on the little porch there where the, where the uh, entrance was. And the, the, the men lighting up their cigars and cigarettes looked like a tar kill out there. And I didn't know the difference. I thought, well, they must be saved. But listen, my friend, when, when, you, when you're saved, you become a new creature. All those things are put away. I'll tell you what you can do. Listen, listen, you can't tell them either. You can't awaken them. But i tell you what you can do. What we do here is, uh, is to preach the gospel, which is, to, which is the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ under the power of God's Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will open their eyes. 
The Holy Spirit will show them they're condemned to die. And when he does, it'll scare the life out of them. And you'll find yourself there, that person will, helpless to pardon one of them. I can't, I can't save one of them. I can't call them. God has to do the pardoning. To me, it is the greatest thing in the world to see the Lord awaken the sinner, slowly draw that sinner to Christ and deliver him, pardon him, forgive him, make him a child of the king, and to see that individual praising the Lord, hear him, hear that uh, precious praising of the Lord coming out from that, those lips. Salvation to that individual is real. It's a living reality. And Christ, in his, and Christ is his Savior and Lord, and he knows it. But oh, the trick of Satan that is pulled on many religious persons today in keeping them blinded to their real condition is almost unbelievable. Now, I know it's hard for many of you folks to even believe and to know that uh, the old trailblazer is bringing you, Thus saith the Lord, that many of our folks, the multitudes, are not saved. They're lost helpless and hopelessly lost out there in the world of sin because Satan has them blinded. But I'm bringing you God's word. I know you don't hear it in the average pulpit. I know that the average pastor couldn't get up and preach like I do because he'd lose his job. He, would, he, doesn't, have the, he doesn't have the backbone. He doesn't have a, 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 saved, a saved deacon board. He doesn't have a saved board of trustees who will back him to the nth degree and say, go on, pastor, preach the truth. My folks are lost. My children are lost. This congregation, many of them are lost. Go on. Preach hell off the cross, my friend. Oh, listen, listen. You and I who preach the gospel, my preacher friend, you better be careful. You better search the scriptures. You better lay before the Lord. Ask the Lord, do I know the Lord? Lord, am I thine? Am I, do I belong to the king? Can I look up and say, thank you, Lord, for saving such an old sinner as me? Does that old trailblazer, is he telling the truth that most of our folks are lost and undone? Does the Bible say that? Yes, it does. It sure does. Would you search it and see? It's in uh, in, in uh, Ephesians there it says, and you hath he quickened who were, who, and listen, what does that word quicken mean? It means made alive. You hath he quickened who were dead in sins and trespasses. That's right. The Holy Spirit, when he calls you, uh, he shows you that you awaken. Shows you that you're blinded. Shows you that you're asleep and sat in Satan's lap. And then when Christ delivers you, then you're quickened. Quickened by the power of the Holy Spirit. By the blood, through the power. That's right. There's no salvation without the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, but also by the power of God. It takes the power of God to save a sinner, my friend. This is Pastor Albert Pendorvis. Remember, our mailing address is Radio Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Uh, write us, would you, and help us with the broadcast. Goodbye, and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis invites you to listen to the Radio Missions Internet radio station that presents the old Trailblazer broadcast, Voice of Truth broadcast, weekly sermons, and music 24 hours a day. For information and a link to listen, visit our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org. And be sure to join us again each Monday through Friday on this station for the old Trailblazer broadcast with Pastor Albert Pendarvis. 